0: Welcome to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson. This week is going to be a little bit different than most because I'm running a free five-day challenge to consistent scripture study. And if you're not yet registered, it's not too late to join us. Even if you're listening out to this after the challenge, it will be up until September 30th. So go to the link in my show notes and get registered. This challenge is all about how to create consistent scripture study routine that doesn't bring guilt. Yes, that's right, you can actually learn how to have consistent scripture study no matter your circumstances. This is something that I want all women to receive, so that's why I'm bringing it to the podcast every single day for easy access to listen and participate. If you would like the workbook that goes along with the challenge, If you would like to join the community and receive extra help and support, or if you'd like to win the prizes that go with the challenge, then you'll need to register by clicking the link in my show notes. All right, let's dive into today's training. Welcome to day one of the five days to consistent scripture study challenge. My name is Nikki Olson and I'm a wife, mother, full-time mental health therapist, owner of Nikki Olson Coaching, and host of the Meaningful Minutes podcast. And my superpower is helping women create lasting change in their life through small and simple strategies, which is what you're going to do through this challenge. But first, I want to be 100% transparent with you. I do plan to open the doors to my Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group coaching program at the end of this challenge. I'll be referencing it as we go through the challenge. You in no way need to sign up for the program at the end. I'll be providing valuable life-changing info during this challenge that will propel you to make changes and have consistent scripture study. And there's more. I have to teach you more beyond that, and I'll let you know what that is as we go. One more thing before we start, the best teacher during this challenge is not going to be me it is going to be the Spirit. The Spirit knows exactly what you need in your life and how to make the changes that work for you and your circumstances. So in order to allow the Spirit to speak to you and let you know what those changes are, I ask that you keep an open mind as we go forward together. There's an old Chinese story about a scholar who came to a Zen master wanting to learn so the Zen master invited him in. And as the Zen master began to teach, the scholar kept interrupting him, saying he was already doing what the Zen master was teaching. So the Zen master stopped teaching and went to pour the scholar a cup of tea. But the Zen master did not stop pouring the cup when it was full. Tea spilled out and ran all over the table. The scholar shouted, stop, the cup is full. And the Zen master said, exactly. You're like this cup. You are full of ideas. You come at, come and ask for teaching, but your cup is full. I can't put anything in. Before I can teach you, you'll have to empty your cup. So in other words, don't come." Don't come with your cup full and already knowing, or there's no room for the Spirit to teach you. So just be open-minded about the challenge, and the Spirit will be able to prompt you about the small and simple changes that will work for you and bring great things to pass in your life. Okay, now one more thing before we dive in. Sometimes when I teach people these strategies, they assume that I have never struggled with the scriptures before, but that could not be further from the truth. All that I've learned has come from my struggle. In fact, I didn't even open any sort of scripture until I was 19 years old. I had a Bible on my dresser throughout my childhood that my grandma got me when I was baptized at two months old, but I never unzipped it. When I was 19 and became curious about religion, I fortunately had a friend who was a member of the church to ask questions to. After many missionary discussions and a lot of contention from my family, I decided to join the church. But guess what? I didn't all of a sudden know how to read and understand the scriptures. In fact, I was intimidated by the scripture language so much that I steered clear of the scriptures for a very long time. After I had kids, the scriptures became something that I felt guilty for not reading and felt overwhelmed when I did. It was really a lose-lose situation. I felt like something was missing. I wasn't getting answers like others talked about. I wasn't learning and gaining knowledge, and I certainly didn't feel more faith growing as I read. I had no clue what I was missing. About six or seven years ago, I decided I wanted more. I wanted the blessings the scriptures offered. So I began at study guides, went to conferences, read books to help me understand. I prayed for help, guidance, and clarity. And eventually I came up with the strategies that I now use every day to gain power, peace and promptings from the scriptures. But I'm not just reading more, but I'm actually getting something out of my scripture study no matter how short or long it may be. And that's what I want to teach you to do, to get more peace, power and promptings from the scriptures. And to do that, you need to take action. This week is about action taking. Small and simple actions that will bring great things to pass in your life over time with scriptures. And you know what? You're already an action taker because you can hear my voice and you are taking action by being here. You are taking more action than you would have if you didn't sign up for this challenge, right? One thing you might learn this week is you might not be recognizing your efforts and what um, recognizing the efforts that you're giving and what they're bringing into your life. When you don't recognize those efforts, you lose motivation and desire to move forward. Now, some of you showed up here looking for the perfect study plan, and I hate to burst your bubble, I won't be giving that to you because there's no such thing as a perfect plan. If there was, you'd be following it right now, right? I'm sure you would have found that plan somewhere, which is why I didn't call this challenge 5 Days to Perfect Scripture Study Plan. I called it 5 Days to Consistent Scripture Study. But what does consistency mean anyway? Let's dive into that definition first. Consistency is a steadfast adherence to the same principles, course, or form. Consistency is agreement, harmony, or compatibility. Consistency will lead to progress, which can speed up the achievement of what you want. Also, consistency develops routines and builds momentum. It forms habits that become almost second nature. There was a research study done that found when you go past 70 to 80% consistency, you actually make your results worse because you fall into the dreaded all or nothing thinking. Have you heard of that before? I'm a therapist, so I talk about it every day, but essentially all or nothing thinking in this case would be thinking of thinking up the perfect scripture study plan. And then if you can't find a way to make it happen perfectly, then you default to doing nothing. Or when you aren't doing it perfectly, give up, therefore giving you less results than if you would have done the partial plan. You know what that means? Consistent scripture study has more to do with your thoughts than a perfect routine. Both are necessary, a plan and flexibility in your thoughts, but thoughts override your action on a routine every time. Let me say that again because it's so important. Thoughts override action every time. I call those mental roadblocks to revelation. Because you know what happens when you start having thoughts of perfection? You start feeling not good enough, not, and not measuring up, and that you will never be good enough. These thoughts create mental roadblocks to receiving revelation during scripture study. I talk a ton more about mental roadblocks to Revelation in my Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group coaching program. But what I want to do this challenge is to start becoming aware of those mental roadblocks when they pop up. So at the bottom of every day's action commitment worksheet, you will see a block to write down your mental roadblocks as they come up. Then at the end of the week, I'll have you do something with them. So anytime you have thoughts of overwhelm, barriers, or negative thoughts over the week, I want you to throw those thoughts into that little box and and write those down. Now, in order to get consistency, we must see what you have done in the past because you need to do something different, right? Because if you keep doing what you're doing, you will keep getting what you're getting, right? It's kind of like if you were driving, trying to get somewhere, and you get lost. You would first need to find out where you were at to know how to plan to get to your destination. We will need to know where you're at with scripture study and where your thoughts are at now more specifically. Because remember, thoughts override action every time. So. I have some questions I want to go through with you so you can position yourself tomorrow. You can position yourself so that tomorrow you can point yourself in the right direction. All of these questions are on the action commitment worksheet for the day. So if you haven't already, you'll want to print that out so you can write down your thoughts as we go through these questions. Okay, let's dive in. Question number one. Where are you currently at with reading scriptures? Like what does your routine look like? How often are you reading? What are you getting out of your study? How do you feel after you study or don't study? Now you can pause this anytime and spend some time really understanding where your position is in regards to the scriptures. Question number two. What thoughts do you have about where you are currently at? As you look at those things you wrote down in question number one, what thoughts come up for you? What feelings come up? Are you happy with where you're at? Do you feel any guilt? Do you have thoughts of blame or frustration? Do you start thinking about all the things that that are wrong with you in your life? Not saying you have to have be having any of these thoughts, These are just thoughts that sometimes come up for people when they take a look at where they're at in their life. All right. Number three, this is a fill in the blank question. Having consistent scripture study is hard because what are the barriers to you having consistent scripture study? What is getting in the way of you being able to enjoy the scriptures like you desire? Is it time, motivation, kids, lack of focus, understanding what is stopping you from having consistent scripture study. All right, number four, where do you want to be with scripture study? If you could wave a magic wand, where would you be at? Examples would be could be reading every day, hearing answers from God when you read, knowing scripture stories, receiving revelation while you read, having peace and quiet when you read. What is the ideal picture when you think of consistent scripture study for your life? Okay, number five. This is another fill in the blank question. In order to be where I want to be with my scripture study, I need to, what do you need to do to make your magic wand dreams come true? Do you need to get up earlier? Go to bed earlier? Get things done faster in the day. Take things off your to-do list. Get more help. Learn how to hear God in the scriptures. Understand scripture language better. This is not an exhaustive list, just some things that I've heard other women I work with say. All right, number six. What does it cost you to stay where you are? If you never change a thing and you keep doing what you're doing, What's the harm in that? What will you be missing? What will happen to you if you don't make changes? What will you feel like if you stay where you're at? All right, here's the last question. What will be possible if you can achieve consistent scripture study? What will your life be like if you do achieve the magic wand desire? What will you be able to do? How will you feel? What will happen for you when you do achieve this desire of consistent scripture study? All right. How are you feeling now after doing that? Some of you may be feeling discouraged. (laughs) Some of you may be feeling like, yes, now I know what I wanted, what I need and want to do. Some of you may be feeling overwhelmed, confused, or fearful. Maybe feeling like this is too daunting. Whatever you're feeling, I want you to do something for me. Don't judge it. Don't make a judgment on what came up for you and start acting. We are just assessing here. Don't go giving up or start creating a huge plan of action. We are not there yet. We are going to learn some vital concepts and foundations before we move forward with any planning. It's like the story of the two fish who are swimming along and one day they pass this older fish who says to them, how's the water? And the two fish keep swimming and one fish turns to the other and says, what's water? That fish completely was completely unaware of what he was even swimming in because he was in it day in and day out, not even realizing. Sometimes we get in those ruts too and just keep swimming, completely unaware. So today is all about positioning yourself so you are completely aware of what is happening. What I do want you to notice and be aware of is, do you feel any peace after doing that exercise? Maybe some of you do and some of you don't. I'm not here to say where you need to be but just make an observation. Peace is one of the desires of scripture study. And if you aren't feeling that when you even think about scripture study, that tells you we have some work to do this week on your thoughts about scripture study. And that maybe you not achieving consistent scripture study has a lot more to do with your thoughts than your actions, right? you know what action overwhelm usually creates? Inaction. This week will be about creating a systematic way to get out of overwhelm so you don't stay in inaction. Richard G. Scott said, scriptures can calm an agitated soul, giving peace, hope, and restoration of confidence in one's ability to overcome the challenges of life. They have potent power to heal emotional challenges when there is faith in the Savior. They can accelerate physical healing. That's a big promise of scripture study, and I want you to feel that same peace when you think about scripture study. Okay, now that you have your position go to the challenge Facebook group and post one insight you gained from answering these these questions today on today's accountability post. Then go read others' insights on this accountability post and see if you have anything in common or learned even more. Now, posting on these accountability posts is part of earning points for your scorecard and earning prizes at the end of this challenge. But Also, it gives you a place to relate with others and where you're at, to gain more ideas and even ask questions. So even though it's not a requirement, I do know you will get much more out of this challenge if you participate in the community aspect as well. All right, I'll see you tomorrow and we will talk about knowing which way to point yourself.